he had 10 days to live the doctor sent him home that's it we can't do anything he has 10 days to live we just go home and we have tried everything nothing is working he had like a stomach cancer which had spread throughout his body they brought him to my grandfather we put him on this lifestyle we really supported him through the entire journey we used to feed him and we used to give him you know just juice like green juice and coconut water and give him sunlight air really simple things and you won't believe he walked back home he went completely healthy and he lived lot more years after that wow this is just one story there are so many and i have seen so many of them with my own eyes people do, people do. fun jobs brought to you by mr winter Hey, thank you for joining me on People Do Fun Jobs. My name is Mr. Winter and this is my podcast all about finding inspiring people doing fun things and hearing how they do what they do. Now, I've just caught up with a friend of mine. His name is Udit and he is from South India, which is where I've just had the conversation from. I met him earlier in the year on some very short-lived travels of mine. And as Udit puts it, he is a natural living enthusiast. So our conversation touches on everything that he does with his family business over in South India. We talk about natural ways of not only living but also curing illnesses, cancers. I was amazed and I think you will be too at how natural living not only encourages a healthier and happier and even more fulfilling life, but also has worked absolute wonders on people who go to his wellness center who are sick and whilst people from all around the world get on planes to visit his wellness center to get better as he puts it you don't have to do that there are very simple tricks you can apply to your everyday lifestyle that will help you massively the number one lesson i took away from my conversation with udit was listen to your body so simple hopefully you're going to take away some really good stuff from this too you can also watch some clips of our conversation i've got that on my socials on my youtube channel and please don't forget as my podcast is still young i could really do with the support so if you could give a five star rating wherever you get your podcast i will be eternally grateful now here's my conversation with a natural living enthusiast himself Udit, hello. How are you, sir? Hey, I'm doing good. How are you? I'm very well. I'm very well. Now, let's establish straight off where I'm connecting to in the world right now. Where are we speaking to you from? Yeah, so I'm here in India, South India, in South a India. small town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, in, in town called Arcot. Is this where you've grown up? Is this your your home? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was born and brought up here. Been here since the last two years. <laughs> nice. Just to give a bit of background on how me and you know each other, we met when yeah. basically I intended on traveling for quite a long time uh, earlier this year of 2020, and through unforeseen circumstances and things that developed kind of drastically, I got away for about four weeks. So my two, three, four, maybe longer year plan of traveling was condensed down to four weeks. But in that four weeks, I managed to go to. beautiful bali and explore that and i i met you there mm. actually i met you yeah. on my birthday oh yeah yeah we did yeah <laughs> i had a i had quite a big birthday yeah. so i wanted to make sure i was like in a good place on planet earth to be yeah. celebrating <laughs> it and so that's why i headed to bali but i yeah literally on my birthday is when yeah. when i met you yeah. and we went out for a fantastic dinner and with a few of yeah. us there's someone from a different part of the world we had like a french girl a german yeah. guy well europe yeah. i guess and yeah. then there was you <laughs> yeah 
<laughs> yeah, we had a really good group. It was fun. We had a lot of fun. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. We had some some good interesting experiences. <laughs> yeah. In fact, my story was really similar to yours. I I was really planning to travel since a long time, and I really wanted to go away like for like a, a month or two. And I I was at Hawaii before that. I was in Hawaii for six months. So. I, I was planning to, you know, leave Hawaii and travel for two months and then come home. But then the COVID happened, <laughs> the coronavirus happened, That's and I, I had to, <laughs> and I had to cancel my tickets and come back home. I had tickets to Bali, and from Bali, I had I had plans to go to Thailand, and then to Hong Kong to meet some of my friends, and then come back to India. But <laughs> how long were you away for? It was uh, two weeks, less than two weeks. About ten oh, days, shit. yeah. <laughs> Damn. From two months, two months to ten days, yeah. Do you know what's so embarrassing is I had, uh, um, yeah. I had like a leaving party, so I had like all my friends oh. in London, and we had like this big dinner and goodbye, oh. farewell, and I was back a month later. So it was like, have a great, you know, holiday, <laughs> basically. Yeah, but here we are, and let's let's. I don't want to focus too much on COVID. I think it's consumed right. most of us on a daily basis for long enough. But yeah, what what is yeah. the situation where you are in South India? Like, how is it there? Yeah, uh, it's pretty bad. Yeah, in India, it's uh, not so good. But things have resumed. Almost everything is back to normal, like uh, business and work. But the schools and uh, you know the theaters, not so much. That's all the same as it was like a couple of months back, but everything else is pretty much normal. So, did you have yeah. to go through any lockdown phases where everything? Just yeah, I closed? had to. Yeah, yeah. No, initially, yeah, I had to when I came to India. That time it was pretty strict, but now the it's not so much. Like the movement is a bit free. Like within the country, it's okay, but international travel, not yet. Yeah, a lot of friends have been asking me like, when can I come to India? When can I? <laughs> but uh, I guess it take for some more time because the cases are actually increasing in India. My kind of thought of of India is this: there's so many people there, and and a lot of people living in kind of like close proximity to each other. So mm, I guess like exactly, yeah, that yeah. that kind of spreadable virus doesn't seem to go hand Definitely. in hand too well. Yeah, that's why it's uh, so difficult here. Yeah, mm. and are people kind of taking it seriously? They are, but uh, they were really serious before. But now, the economy has been shut down for so long that you know it's a it's a question of survival now. So they need to work. So yeah. you know it's about balancing it now. You just have to find the balance. So yeah, it's, yeah. I think it's the same story around the world, man. I think it's yeah. like cool. How long can we actually keep yeah. this all closed off? Like people do need to earn a living again, and the world needs to start turning again yeah. <laughs> how's it affected you then in your like personally maybe uh it did because first my travels travel plans changed but then i was going to come home anyway after my travel so everything else is pretty much same the work i'm doing and i'm with my family business so everything else is same in fact it's been 
I'd say a bit better because we are in the health industry. So health and fitness, health and wellness. So, you know, we have, we have, it's, it's not been so bad for us. It's been good. Let's, let's give some background as to who Udit is and, and, and yeah. why, you're on, why you're on People Do Fun Jobs. Because what I love about what yeah. you do is like a direction. Personally, I feel like I'm, I've, I've headed towards more in the last kind of couple of years. So on a personal mm. level, you really intrigue me and what you do. Um, but I think also <laughs> 2020 is definitely a time that oh, where yeah. people are like discovering oh, yeah. a healthier way of, of kind of living. Yeah. So to take your the line out of your Instagram bio, you say okay. you're a natural living enthusiast. Yes, yes. What is that? <laughs> the natural living, right? Natural living and healing so it's basically nature cure. So we are living in alignment with nature. So, you know, you don't have to depend on the medical system, on drugs. If you're sick, you can heal yourself. So we basically believe that your body has a capability to heal itself, no matter what you have, like cancer, diabetes, any, any problem, your body can heal itself. So if you live in alignment with nature, if you get like fresh, good food, good sunlight, good air, good water, and you live, you know, in alignment with those natural forces, then you can be perfectly healthy. You don't need to, you don't need supplements. You don't need to do anything or you don't need health checkups. You don't need scans, nothing. The body knows, your body knows how, how to, you know, heal itself, how to fix itself. So it's, it's a system of total reliance on yourself. It's, it's freedom basically. Yeah. I, I think it's freedom. So that's what I'm doing. Um, that's what we do. We have a center here and my mom, she's a nature care practitioner since 25 years. My grandfather was a nature care practitioner. Wow. So I don't think we have, I've never ever, I've ever been to a doctor. No one in my family has. You've never been to a doctor? Yeah. Yeah, never. <laughs> you don't need to. That's, 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 Does that that's why I say it's freedom. Yeah. But are you saying that you've never been ill or are you saying you've cured yourself differently? Yeah, and yeah. So we all get ill. We are living in the in a society. Yeah, we we are exposed to a lot of toxins and everything. So yeah, I get ill. But I'm just saying that you can. My body knows how to heal itself. So when I get ill, I know what I have to do to support my body to fix to heal myself. Okay, so if you get like a flu, for example, what do you do? So how does it? How does you the, the whole that? philosophy? The yeah, the whole philosophy, right, of nature cure is um, you. You think that a flu or a fever or a cold is a disease, but that's actually not a disease. So believe that that is an effort of your body to get rid of the toxins, the 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 you know the bad stuff in your body, the toxins which is causing the disease. So we just so fever is actually a mechanism of the body to eliminate the toxins, eliminate the bad stuff. So what we do is rest. That's what we do. We do complete rest. You, uh, we, we sometimes fast too. We fast or we go on a juice fast or we just eat fruits, fresh fruits. So we don't spend a lot of energy on digestion. So when you give your body rest on three levels, you rest physically, you rest, you get mental rest, you get psychological rest. You don't work, you don't think too much. And then when you do that, your body directs all the energy into healing. Yeah, and this is not something we have, uh, you know, discovered or in, in, invented. You can observe this in nature. Like when, you, when an animal gets sick, when a dog or a cow gets sick, the dog or a cow goes 
into fasting it stops eating food and it just you know rests until it's it's completely healed so it's just you know um living naturally yeah you don't it's really no efforts at all you just give complete rest and everything happens takes care of, of its own and it's really interesting because i don't do anything different if i have a flu a fever or a cancer the the solution is the same the, this disease is one and the cure wow. is one because my my body is a doctor my my body has an intelligence it knows what to do exactly to fix itself so it's really that simple that i love that the 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 cure for something like a terminal disease yeah. or yeah. a common cold the, yeah your way of combating that that your way of dealing with that is the same and that's healthy living yeah have you been like this since you were born because obviously you've got, you now work, so you've got a family business. You work for your mother. So she has this center in South India. Yes. Can you tell us a little bit about the, the yeah. center in South India? And then we'll come back to, to how it began with you. Yeah, yeah sure. So um, mom, she has a center here. She's a practitioner. She's been practicing since like over 20 years now. She was freelancing at first. No, in fact, she was working with my grandfather. And then after she got married, she started uh, doing her independent practice. And, and it's been really interesting because we've had people come to us from all over the world. We have had people from you know, Australia, from, from London, from Amsterdam, from US. And because all these people, they had tried everything else. They gave up on medication. Nothing was working for them. And they came here, they adopted this lifestyle and there was, it was complete lifestyle change and they go back perfectly healthy. How long do people stay with you when they come over? How long are they there for? So it totally depends. So we recommend a minimum of a month to hundred days because it takes that, that long to, you know, to do a complete lifestyle change. So it's easy for you to, you know, follow. So you, you make a habit out of it, you know, otherwise it, it's easy to fall back to your old habits. So it's, isn't there, um, isn't there a sort of theory that you can break a habit of a lifetime within like 28 days or something like that? I, I can't remember what it is, but I'm sure there's yeah, a theory. I've, I've where, heard something like that. Yeah. I'm sure there's a theory where you can sort of like reset, reset your, you know, something you've been doing forever. Yeah. 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 There are a lot of books on that too, about habits, you know, changes, tiny change. Just, you know, incrementally, you know, changing your habits like one by one and the cumulative effort, the cumulative effect. I mean, it's, it's huge over, over a period of time and it's really easy, gradual change. Yeah. Is it like a rehab center? No, we, I don't, we, we don't even call it a hospital or a rehab center. It's just where you can come and rest and relax. Basically it's like a, it's a vacation. <laughs> you just come here and you do, you do the things you like to do. You, you, if you like to draw, you just pursue your hobbies. And so I, I just tell you like what we do. It's uh, nothing uh, fancy. So you get an idea of, you know, what happens here. Yes. Please. So in India, in the Vedic culture, you have these five elements, like the five major elements, the space, sun, air, water, earth, right? So you do things where you align yourself to all these five elements, right? So you take in fresh sunlight, you sunbath every morning, you take in the fresh early morning radiations, you sun gaze, you look into the early morning sun and we do yoga, we do a breath work, pranayama, 
and after that we uh, you know we make use of mud we give mud packs like when you know it's like a just face pack or full body pack you just relax and then we there's something called hydrotherapy so we use water to you know relax um, water is yeah not, not just relax water that this it's uh, got a lot of healing properties so it's it's very simple like let's it's been there in india since like thousands of years like but people they they do that it's like a home remedy so when you have like a stomach ache or you just put a, a wet towel on your stomach or you just applying water to wherever you have a problem so we do that there's massages and and the most important change is diet you're on a complete raw vegan diet you don't eat cooked food at all so it's just fruits and vegetables salads juices so that's a major lifestyle change so when you do that your body saves a lot of energy on digestion and it focuses on the healing wow so these are the major changes you do and everything else is uh, normal we uh, this meditation a lot of meditation and basically you just with yourself you're with yourself you're conscious you're aware of what you're doing you're aware of your body and you're resting it's really as simple as that the massive thing that i take away from that is if this is what it takes to cure you yeah. or make you better why don't we do this all the time <laughs> you know yeah that yeah that's a great question and it's the answer is really simple because it's not easy it's not easy to give up food because there's years and years of conditioning and and we believe that you know the worst kind of addiction is cooked food and especially being in india right we have so many spices and flavors it's really hard to uh, you know stop eating that and start eating salads <laughs> once you start doing it and the cravings are extreme it's really bad the cravings and it's really hard that way otherwise it's it's that's the biggest challenge actually to give up on food and and stick to it like i said this is not something new it's been there since ancient times humans used to live before we discovered fire and used to live in the forests you know eat fruits and you know live in nature live near like a river or something so we were always in nature we weren't always living in a close house in big cities you know we had fresh air to breathe so it's just going back to your roots and yeah i think we have a real good we have a real good way of forgetting that we're actually animals yeah. us humans right yeah 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 cuz we are and that's that's the that's the problem when you when you man make everything including drugs that are meant to fix us yeah it, i don't yeah. think the end result is necessarily going to be 100% successful yeah definitely we didn't have drugs we didn't have medication we, we had none of this like we say thousands of years back but people were still living they were still how were they not you know how are they curing themselves what was happening then unfortunately your body has that intelligence yeah oh 100% and for unfortunately yeah. you know the world is run by 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 money and pharmaceutical companies uh have a lot of influence i think and that's probably why there's not not enough people doing it huge influence take us back to your personal background then mate where where were you oh yeah my personal background yeah yeah cuz you're you're so you work for your mum's business you kind of run it right day to day but you haven't always done that 
yeah yeah i haven't yeah so my story yeah it's quite interesting because i was not into this at all i was living a normal lifestyle like anyone else you know eating processed food you know eating outside and eating like all sorts of stuff but i've been a vegetarian yeah since birth but then i haven't been living this lifestyle i was actually uh studying accounting and taxes taxation and accounting i was a student but and i was living in a different city i was living by myself and i was studying for it and and i was you know living a very a reckless lifestyle i used to eat out almost like you know every two days and i really never uh listened to my mom she was like don't eat that she always told me like okay what's good for me what's not but she never told no you have to do this so so i didn't really follow anything and i got an ulcer a really serious stomach ulcer and and i didn't want to go to a doctor obviously because i've never been to one and i know that that's not the cure so i got into this lifestyle and i went into the complete treatment the natural holistic nature cure lifestyle and within 50 days completely cured myself and not just that i noticed so many changes i had more energy i i was more productive i had more clarity i had clarity of thought i know what i wanted to do and like overall my mental health and everything i saw changes in almost every area of my life and that's when i realized this is really powerful and it works and i didn't really have to do anything i just gave my body that space and rest and everything happens on its own i didn't need to depend on someone to cure myself so that happened and uh, it was a like a complete game changer for me it was a complete turn around so so i changed my lifestyle when i was in the city but i was still studying and i was losing interest i wasn't interested in accounting and taxes so that's when i started my company in china, in the city so i started a juice business like you know a fresh healthy juice yeah. like no sugar no preservatives nothing just Love juice it. and it was a subscription based business so people subscribe for it and i deliver freshly made every morning That's so cool. So, You're like the milkman but the healthy milkman. <laughs> do you have a milk milkman service in India? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, do. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I love yeah, that. Yeah. I wish there was that service here. So it's a uh, the cold press juice industry is a huge like all over the world but in India it was not so much and I and if you go to a you know grocery store all you saw was juices or beverages with lots of sugar, lots of uh, you know preservatives. You couldn't find a healthy drink. so that's when i thought you know that there should be something like this and i started that and i ran it for a year and then i had to sell the business because to scale the business to scale because in india it's you need to have the kind of volume to survive in the industry and to scale the business i had to you know uh, either pasteurize my drink or add preservatives and i didn't want to do that because that was against my ethics of course right i started in the first in the in the first place because i wanted to you know uh, give something healthy so So that's when I realized that okay this is not I see myself doing and I sold the business and then I went on to be a, become a yoga practitioner yoga teacher and then I became a yoga teacher and I was living this lifestyle following this lifestyle I started teaching yoga and I went to Hawaii for 6 months I taught yoga there for 6 months and then I came back yeah I came to Bali and I met you and then I came into India and you're teaching yoga you can see your journey though you can see so what happened yeah, was you yeah. got sick you got an ulcer yeah 
through yeah. bad eating you think that was what how that happened that life's complete lifestyle bad eating sleeping late uh not following the you know uh like a lo lot of screen time spending a lot of time on my devices and not really spending time in nature that's what okay. i would say but mostly bad eating habits yeah bad food processed food preservatives the body's amazing though how it tells you yeah, can it does. You, can you can you stop this or can you change this, please? Because it's not exactly. working for me. Exactly, your body is really amazing. Yeah, like anytime you get any kind of pain in your body, it's your body telling you stop doing whatever you're doing and you know rest. Yeah, don't do what you're doing. It's your body knows. You just have to listen to your body. Yeah. The minute you start listening to your body, that's it. It's it's all great. So yeah, I was saying. Uh, so I've been teaching yoga and I'm. I'm working with my mom, I'm, I'm managing and I'm doing social media and studying about natural lifestyle. And yeah, I just want to spread this message, you know, plan on doing retreats soon and, you know, get this out to more people. Yeah, it's... Oh man, <laughs> the moment, the mo I'm getting excited now because the moment <laughs> that the world is yes. back to yes. some form of normality, I want to be on a plane to India and I want to come and see you yeah. and I come to your center because it's <laughs> it just sounds yeah. ideal. I mean, how do you think not everyone can afford to do that? You said you've got people from like kind of around the world coming, yeah. coming yeah. over, which yeah. is amazing, but not everyone has that luxury of, of flying to India to cure themselves yeah. how can people sort of adopt or at least take away some parts of what you're doing into their everyday life to to help them be healthier it's really easy in fact you can do not just parts you can do the complete lifestyle by yourself you don't need to come here and in fact we don't even call ourselves doctors we are not doing anything i'm not doing anything i'm just giving you space and environment where you can do it comfortably but it's really so simple. You can do it from wherever you are and you can do it yourself. You are your own doctor, basically. So you just uh, start following some simple rules, you know, some simple food habits. Like you don't have to go all the way extreme. You can start small, like easy steps. Like, you know, say add a salad to your meal, you know, eat more fresh fruits and vegetables, like sleep on time, wake up on time, get fresh sunlight every day, get fresh air, do breath work, breathing exercises, you know, um, exercise, do yoga or workout, CrossFit, calisthenics, go to the gym, take a, go on a walk, you know, swim, anything, any physical movement. And so I said, yeah, workout, sun, change your food habits and get, you know, a deep restorative sleep. And like whenever you, let's say uh, you get sick, then just rest and, you know, fast, try fasting, go on a 24 hour fast. Try intermittent fasting. That's uh, really famous. It's really famous now. It's everyone does that intermittent fasting. Tell me how that works, because I've I've thought about I've considered doing it. I'm quite disciplined when it comes to food and and what I consume these days. But how does it? Yeah, how does how does intermittent fasting really work? Because you have to do it. You have to do it regularly for it to be effective, no? But any kind of fasting is great, you know. Any kind of fasting, because in intermittent fasting, it's like a ratio sixteen eight. You fast for 16 hours and you eat in an eight hour window. Yeah. So let's say you stop eating by 6 p.m. Your 6 p.m. is your last meal. The next morning you start at 10 a.m. So, so basically you eat in an eight hour window. And when you don't eat, your body has a time to completely digest and, you know, start working on healing. Because like when you eat, when you don't give that time, when you're eating, eating, eating like four or five times a day or, you know, late at night, your body is 
most of the time spending its energy on digesting. So when it's doing the digestion, you, you don't really have time or energy to heal. Right? So when you do intermittent fasting, you give your body that extra time to work on, you know, wherever you have like toxins, work on eliminating the toxins in your body. So it's really that simple. The 16 is to eight, eat for eight hours, like say 10 to 10 a.m. to the evening, 6 p.m. And then fast. I guess what's difficult about it for people is that they've had a, a daily routine their whole life, right? So they've, it's like dinner at like six or seven or eight or in, you know, other parts of the world, you're going to be eating dinner at like 10, 10 p.m., 11 p.m., like social thing. Yeah, so social. So, so to say, right, now you're going to like cut that out. I think, I think people might be slightly fearful of that, like complete change up in routine. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So you don't have to, you know, do go all the way and you don't have to do it every day. Like try for a few days and, you know, like you can always have cheat days. Just have to try, you know, start doing it. And once you start feeling the difference and notice the changes in your body, you'll start loving it. You'll start enjoying it. You'll feel more energy and you'll naturally be motivated to do it. You know, you don't have to be harsh at all. That's what nature care is all about. It's about non-violence. So you're completely easy on yourself. You're not harsh at all. Just take it easy, take it slow and, you know, let your body do its work. Just small, small steps, gradual changes. Do you lose weight as well that way? Does it speed up your metabolism? Oh yeah, yeah, definitely a lot. That's uh, one thing which everyone experiences because a lot of people have a lot of like extra fat or, you know, toxins in their body. And when you're on this lifestyle, you start eliminating, you start losing what's not uh, ne necessary in your body. You start losing weight. A lot of people, almost everyone experiences a good weight loss. Okay. That, I mean, that's a pretty big selling point <laughs> aside from all the really healthy side of things. It is. It is it's a big selling point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In fact, it's just a side effect. It's not really something you're doing for weight loss. It's, it's a natural consequence. You're returning to your natural self, you know, ideal state of health. And I guess your natural self wouldn't be consuming all day long and constantly <laughs> feeding your body. You're like, you'd be foraging or hunting or like, you know, not always eating. Yeah. Even in ancient, ancient India, right. I'll talk more about like, you know, how it was in India, ancient times, Please, like people yeah. like, you know, saints, people used to eat only two times a day. They used to eat, uh, you know, uh, at, at uh, like 11, they have a meal like lunch and then they have dinner in the evening before sunset. It was really that simple. But then the whole like the westernization, the concept of breakfast came. There was nothing called like breakfast, nothing called breakfast, hmm. you know, in the ancient times. But then after that, people started eating breakfast and they started eating three times a day, four times a day, five times a day. And, and now the world is overweight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I find breakfast time actually a really easy time to fast. I don't find that a problem. Exactly. Yeah. In fact, in fact, in, yeah, you're, 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 you're right. Because if you read the science of nature cure, naturopathy, and when you read about natural living, uh, the morning time, right? Like the morning time until noon, it's the time of elimination. It's when your body is best at eliminating stuff. So the best breakfast you can eat that time is like either fast or drink water or juice, something really light to support your body in elimination. And when the sun is at like directly over your head, like at noon, that's when your digestion is best. So that's when you can eat a heavy meal, a heavy lunch. So it's like a complete cycle. You know, you just follow the sun, eat uh, according to the sun and you'll be wow. healthy. Just fast until noon, eat at lunch. And before sunset, finish your dinner. And when the sun is set, you don't have to eat. You're done with your food. You're just following the sun. You're following, following the sun 
that's such an interesting concept. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> it makes so much sense. I mean, like if you look at how farmers work, so they, you know, they wake up with the yeah, sun yeah. and they, and they work through until that sun goes down and, and that's dealing with their crops or whatever. That's a very basic concept, a thing. And it makes a lot of sense to apply the sun to how you live actually. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, this is how we've been living before we had electricity, before we discovered, you know, fire. This is how everyone was living. Yeah, living with the sun, waking up with the sun, going to bed with the sun, eating when, because like, when you didn't have electricity, how would you eat in the dark? You can't do eat or do anything in the dark. That's when you, you know, come back home. And if you observe nature, that's what you see animals doing too, even now. Like birds, you see all the birds returning home after sunset. All the animals, they stop eating after sunset. You know, unless we forcefully feed them, but otherwise, uh, any animal living in the nature, you can really observe everything I'm talking yeah. about. Everything. Yeah. You can observe from nature. You're listening to Mr. Winter. Can I go back to the the? raw food thing because that was interesting that implies that cooking food is not very good for you or not as good for you what's the what's the sort of theory behind yeah that? so when you cook food right your food has live enzymes the fruit or the vegetable you're eating has live enzymes and when you subject it to heat when you cook the food you kill most of the live enzymes which are which you which your body needs those live enzymes when you kill those it's not as nutritious so the nutrition which you'd get from eating like so much fruit you won't get that same benefit in eating you know the same amount of cooked food and and you know it's really easy to concentrate uh, cooked food like a small hamburger or pizza has a lot more calories than a salad the same portion right it's really easy to overeat when you're eating cooked food so that's why you see obesity and a lot of uh, problem. The, re the problem really is not eliminating. You're just taking, taking, taking in more stuff and your body doesn't have enough energy and time to digest everything and eliminate everything. So even if you're eating cooked food, right? And you're digesting well and you're eliminating the bad stuff, you have good bowel movements, then it's perfectly okay. It's okay to eat cooked food. And if you're working in the farm, if you're working hard, if you're working physically hard, then you, you digest that food. But if you are living a sedentary lifestyle, if you're working on a computer, if you are sitting throughout your day, you're not burning enough calories. You're just eating more calories and you're not digesting and you're not eliminating most of the stuff. And you're just, you know, taking in more, more, more. And it starts, your body starts giving indications. You get acute diseases, you get cold and fever and then goes to a chronic stage and then to a destructive stage. So it's all about digestion and proper elimination. Yeah, that's why cooked food is difficult that way. And it's really complicated too. It's really difficult and complicated for the body to break down all the stuff and digest it soon. It takes about, you know, more than six to eight hours or even more to digest a cooked full meal. Whereas if you eat fruits, it takes like two hours, two to three hours to digest a fruit. The terrifying thing about that is cooking food he's like the 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 friend at the party you always want there you know like it's the soul of of families and communities and 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 it's not that's not exclusive to anywhere like the world is 
about the food that they cook from where they're yeah, from. So that yeah. is pretty controversial, despite the science that you're saying. It's quite controversial to be like, it's not that good for you. You should try and change that. So I think that's probably going to be a really difficult thing for people to engage with out of out of all the practices yeah. that you're that you're practicing. Yes, yes. <laughs> I feel like I feel like that that part of people's diets, that's tough. Is it possible to sort of to introduce more of a variety rather than being all extreme like you said earlier is it is it possible to be like you know what for lunch today it's just gonna be this or for dinner today it's just gonna be this definitely yeah definitely that's how we recommend it too we don't ask anyone to go extreme you can't go to extreme one extreme to another because you'll have those cravings your body might break down and it's not easy it's really gradual change like i said start by adding a salad to your meal like add fruit when you're hungry instead of you know uh, eating a packet of chips eat fruit eat a healthier snack so it's really that simple, like spend more time in the nature, like go for a walk, adding those small, small changes. It's really gradual. Once you start feeling the difference, right? You'll naturally want to eat that more. Like for me personally, it took me many years to go completely to this. And I don't eat complete raw as well. I, I eat cooked food too. That was my next question was how's your actual like day-to-day -day life then? What does it look like now you know all this? It's really, yeah. It's a complete gradual change. Like first I started with eating raw breakfast. Like I know that the morning time is best for elimination. So I started with, you know, just a fruit, fresh fruit or, you know, like coconut water. We get a lot of that here. So I started just with that, nothing else. I just do my workout, I do yoga and I start with a healthy breakfast, you know, a simple breakfast. And then I started to add a salad with my meal. Then I eat a salad more and I eat a fruit in the breakfast and then salad for lunch maybe. And then in the dinner, I eat a simple cooked food, like simply, very like simple. I use a single grain, not too many grains, like a single grain, a lot of veggies, lots of veggies. Like if I'm using one portion of uh, grain, I'll use three portions of vegetables. So lots of vegetables and, and no oil, you know, I cook like really simple food and you, you can cook a lot of things. It's, uh, it's not like really restrictive. When I say uh, natural living, you are depending on natural food, which are natural for you because a dairy, it's not plant really, based yeah, plant-based, plant-based. Yeah. Like dairy is not natural for you. So plant-based, it's really uh, not that complicated. Like for me, I never forced myself to do any of this. I just started to make this gradual change and now I can feel the difference. Like every time I eat a salad and I eat a heavy, like cooked meal, I, I can feel that difference. I feel heavy after I eat cooked food and after I eat a salad I feel so light I have so much more energy and I don't even have those cravings anymore you can break a habit of a lifetime but I guess it's all down to the individual and what it is that they want to achieve of yeah. course let's talk about your yoga then that's something I've discovered this year so that really does interest yeah. me <laughs> tell, tell us all about that how long it's been in your life how long you've been teaching it and what type of yoga you teach I've been practicing since I was a kid you say yoga Everyone, almost everyone knows about yoga in India. So I've been practicing since I was a kid. And my dad is a yoga teacher too. So, so I've had that, you know, that interest in health and fitness since yeah. I was a kid. So I used to do yoga like on and off, not like really regular, but since last five years, I've been doing it regularly and I've been really like loving it. Like I've, I do calisthenics as well, bodyweight fitness, and I've gone to the gym and I've tried everything, but the way yoga makes me feel right. Nothing else uh, makes me feel like that. It's, um, it's like a moving meditation. It's like mind-body connection. So, so I've been doing yoga regularly. That's why I became a teacher. And what kind of yoga I yeah. teach? Uh, a traditional style. It's called Ashtanga Yoga. 
it's i think one of the most ancient uh, oldest types uh, styles of yoga it's like a rigid sequence it's really intense but what i do is like a bit intense it's like a workout oh, so it's in, it's intense physically yeah it is intense physically is yes. that in in the way that the postures are held and that kind of stuff yeah for the postures are held you hold it for longer periods of time you it's really intense the rigid structure you focus on your breath you focus on where you're looking at and it's really like combining all those things and it's really long it takes over like about uh, 90 minutes to 2 hours wow yeah, to complete cool. the practice but i do other other styles of yoga as well i do yin yoga restorative hatha yoga i do all styles it's about you know just balancing it out how how, how i feel that day yeah. you should teach virtually you know i do, i do yeah yeah oh do you yeah i need to get i need to get involved yeah <laughs> yeah i started teach online and uh, just recently oh that's so cool that that's literally how i've learned this year <laughs> and that's been through a virtual teacher an amazing teacher yeah. and yeah i think it's just what i like about it is the is the mm -hmm. meditation side of it and you described it perfectly the sort of connection between mind and body and how it's mindfulness and and meditation with movement exactly that's a really great way of describing it And it's a great home practice. You can do it. You can do it anytime. You can do it anywhere. You know. Yeah. You don't yeah. need anything yeah. other than your body, and that's what I find fascinating. And actually, that's the kind of exercise I'm most interested in: is the stuff that requires nothing but you. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's what I do too. I teach like body weight fitness too. Like it's called calisthenics. So you're just using your own body to build your build strength, and you don't really need to go to a gym. you can do push ups you can do pull ups you can do squats you know do lunges yeah or swim you use your own body to uh, build strength and that's yeah. what you do in yoga too and in fact and actually i think yoga is so much more than just an physical uh, workout it's so much more it's like mindfulness and it really like uh, aligns you it's it centers you you know it brings you back to the center and you're centered and calm and you you're able to think clearly and you know everything else starts to fall in place it's so much more than you know just a physical exercise that's why i love it so much so what what is it like teaching it are you able to enjoy it in the same way as you are when you're kind of practicing it on your own yeah oh definitely yeah i it, it was a bit challenging when i started to teach right it, because you know everyone is different everyone has a different body everyone has their own sort of injuries so it was a bit challenging at first uh, teaching it but then eventually like after teaching for like 6 months in hawaii to uh, you know so many different kinds of people and i've started to love it i really lo love the whole teaching process because it's like an energy exchange you know when you sit there and when you finish your practice you get those really you know it's really positive environment when you're there after you finish your, after i finish a class it's really calm and peaceful and when the person tells you uh, how it made them feel that's what you know that's uh, keeps me going you know yeah that's what i do it it's uh, i feel so really cool. uh, grateful and blessed to be able to you know do something and that can you know bring a difference in someone's life yeah which can you know help someone you know like any anyway that's really cool man i'm very interested in the fact that you're clearly very spiritual and that's a big part of who yeah. you are <laughs> what about um like the religious side of things if you don't mind talking about that so i don't really focus too much on religion like uh, or spirituality like i do uh, believe in like meditation Mm -hmm. like i believe it's a really strong tool it's not yeah it's a tool i think meditation is really strong tool and when you start meditating and you start to get answers you like what whatever questions you have 
you start to get answers and you don't really need anyone to guide you you start guiding yourself you know it's it really it's really all about that if you ask me about like spirituality religion like meditation is everything meditation and this lifestyle when you're living this natural lifestyle and meditating and doing yoga and everything it's complete it's you know it it, it completely uh, brings you to the center it it guides you it guides you it's uh, it's it's my religion yeah <laughs> natural living is my religion <laughs> It's really just looking after you. It's self-care. It's looking after yourself. Yeah, you know? exactly. It's all about that. Yeah. The, the mind and the body are, are completely yes. connected. So if you look after yes. one, the other one is looked after. Definitely. It's fascinating stuff, man. I love it. And do you, <laughs> do you think now you're, you're living such a, a healthy lifestyle? Just to make it clear, like... It's it's not a complicated lifestyle you're living. You know, there's these basic yeah. basic principles that you're following. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But are you generally finding that you're you're happier as a result? Oh yeah, definitely, man. Way, way, way happier. You know, before when I was living on the other side, <laughs> I like to call it that way. The other side. So when I was eating <laughs> the other side, <laughs> <laughs> I noticed a complete transformation. You know, the, in the way I think and my happiness levels. Like I used to get anxious very easily. In India, you have so many people, that sense of competition, it's all around me. So I was in that space and it was really competitive and everything I did or wanted to do was had a, a, a motivation, like either for money or fame or success. But now it's not like that. Do things I love to do and I do it for because I love to do it. And I don't really have like money or fame or success as my primary goal. This lifestyle has helped me, you know, to go through that change. And I'm able to deal with problems way better. Like, you know, we all have problems. We all face difficulties in life. So I think I'm able to sail through them a bit more calmly. Because I used to get, I used to have uh, anger issues before. I used to get angry really easily. But now I feel, yeah, I my anger is in control. And I, I'm able to think. I can't imagine an angry idiot. <laughs> <laughs> You're way too chilled. Yeah, maybe if you had met me three, four years back, then you would know. But now, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm able to think before I, you know, react. Yeah, I'm able to be more calm and patient. Your perspective on things is a little yeah, bit perspective. finer tuned. Yeah, my perspective on, on, on life, everything. It's just I'm, I'm living, I'm loving uh, everything. I'm living in the moment. I'm loving the life I'm living. And I'm just focusing on the now and the present. I'm not really worried about what's going to happen tomorrow or, you know, what, <laughs> what, where I'll be, but just happy and content in the now. And so what advice would you give to someone who wants to kind of follow your path or yeah. at least take elements from what you're doing? What, what advice would you give to that person? The first thing I'd say is listen to your body. It's really that simple. Just listen to your body. Like when your body is in pain, you're going through something, uh, rest, right? And just follow simple laws of nature. Like, it's everyone knows it now, right? Exercise, how exercise is good. Meditation is good. Yoga is good. So just add those healthy habits in your life. Eat more vegetables, eat a salad, eat more fruits, start working out, try fasting, experiment with yourself, you know, just experiment and just try to read more about it. I'd say, you know, get more awareness because a lot of people have been doing this and there have been so many incredible miracles that have happened. I've seen people with like last stage cancer completely cure themselves and go back to a normal life. People 
uh, get rid of diabetes, blood pressure, you know, everything. Can you give any specific examples of people who have visited your family's wellness center and of their positive story? Definitely, man. Definitely. We have had so many people with, uh, you know, diabetes and people who've been living on diabetes medication and insulin. We're really totally dependent on it. Like every day medication and it's not really under control. They're just like dependent on it. If they're not on that medication, then you know, it's, they can't survive. So people like that have come and the moment they step into a house, we ask them to keep all the medications away. You're not allowed to take any of them and hmm. you just follow this lifestyle, no medicines at all. And they go back completely normal, their blood sugar and the, the, it's completely normal. There's no diabetes and they're back to their, you know, their natural self. And so many diabetes patients, we have had people with, uh, anxiety, depression, not just physical problems, mental problems, mental health. We've had people with cancer, you know, like my grandfather, I remember my mom has told me a story, like a, a, a case, I mean. So this guy, he had 10 days to live. The doctors sent him home. They said, that's it, we can't do anything. He has 10 days to live, we just go home and we have tried everything, nothing is working. So they just gave up and they, someone told them, you know, you could try this and they brought him to my grandfather. It was really d difficult. He wasn't able to walk either. They had to carry him home. They had to bring him. He wasn't in a position to eat. He had like a stomach cancer, which had spread throughout his body. So we put him on this lifestyle. We really supported him through the entire journey. We used to feed him and we used to give him, you know, just juice, like green juice and coconut water and give him sunlight, air, really simple things. And you won't believe he walked back home. He went completely healthy and he lived a lot more years after that. Nobody, wow. it was a complete miracle. And this is just one story. There are so many, so many more stories and miracles that have happened. And I've seen so many of them with my own eyes. And that's why my belief in this becomes stronger and stronger because you just are going to the root cause of the disease and taking away the cause. You're not really focusing on the symptoms. Like when you have fever, you're not focusing on the pain. You're just focusing on what's really causing the disease. You're removing the cause and everything is happening on its own you just uh, going through the change and you're just experiencing real health do you know what's what's the most amazing thing about that is is that it's not a miracle cure it's just looking after yourself exactly that's, yeah. that's the beauty yeah. of it seriously yeah yeah just self-care self-love love it that's all it is Obviously, people do fun jobs is about what you do and, 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 and how you got there. Yeah. But I want to know who you are kind of away from that label. Who, who, who is Udit when you strip back this wellness king? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, yeah, that's a good question. So I, I think I'm a really curious person. I've always been curious. I'm curious about a lot of things. <laughs> I just start questioning about those things, you know. I, I, I get interested in a lot of things. I like art. I like design. I'm studying design too. I'm, I'm studying to be a graphic designer. That's like a side project. Oh, cool. I like art. I like, yeah, I draw. I, uh, I design stuff. Travel. I, I like to travel and just observe different cultures, talk to people. And so it's just basically that curiosity, which gets me in, to look into these things, like even talk about natural lifestyle. I became curious in it and I start reading more and more about it and I still start loving it. That's how I started everything, anything I did in life, I guess. 
I just become so curious about something and I try new things. I keep trying new things. I keep experimenting on, on myself. I think I, I consider myself as a guinea pig and I <laughs> keep running experiments on myself, keep trying new things. Yeah. You know, I think only interested people are interesting. So as long as your yeah. curiosity is there, you yeah, know, yeah. you're going you're gonna to remain fascinating yeah. <laughs> and fascinating. <laughs> What's it been like growing up in India? Just to touch on that, because like, it's obviously mm. a very different world to the one I've grown up yeah. in in, in yeah. Europe. Like, wh- yeah. what's it? Yeah. What's it been like? Can you paint a bit of a picture for us? Yeah. So in India, I was born and brought up in a town, which is a small town. It's not really a big city, so I was naturally close to nature, and there are lots of like uh, farms and agriculture and villages around where I live, like countryside. So that way I feel I'm blessed. And otherwise, living in India, it's, uh, it's about people. It's about culture. It's about festivals and a lot of celebration. And, you know, it's about family, you know, just uh, it's community. And like I'm a North Indian, like living in South India. So it's like I'm living in a different country. Really? You know, a different place. Is yeah, because different? it's different. Yeah, it's different languages, right? Uh, I speak both the languages, like the South Indian language and the North Indian language. Like uh, in the state I live, both the states have different languages. So the people, the locals here, they don't know what the language I speak. So it's like, for me, it has been really interesting that way that I'm able to experience the culture, how it is in North India and Oman and South India. It's really dynamic that way. It's really dynamic, yet there are some, that's a sense of unity, you know, that, that sense of community, that belongingness, that... Uh, it just binds the the culture binds everyone being uh, still being so different so that way so cool. that's been really interesting and, and that's what makes me curious about traveling you know that's what makes me curious about uh, wanting to explore uh, different cultures you know how people live what people do and their perspectives yeah yeah that's so the cool. being here living in india has made me curious like that that is so cool man <laughs> I remember you actually mentioning that uh, when we met earlier in the year that yeah. English is like the most spoken language in India, is that right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, That's yeah. Crazy. Everyone speaks English. Yeah, like I told you, right? So we have like so many states, right? Over 28 states and every state almost has a different language. So how do we speak with someone in a, in a, in a different state? There's no common language. So English is a common language. That's how we communicate. That's, that's what our education system uh, is based on English is the first language and th- that's the primary language actually that's how we are able to unite as a country we get yeah. everywhere I'm sorry about that yeah <laughs> do you know in this conversation I've had a, a memory flashback of an experience we had we you me and Jonathan a German yes. chap who was studying like space stuff I can't remember exactly yeah. space engineering or something. Cool stuff. <laughs> yeah and we went to like the most remote waterfall we found in the middle of nowhere yeah wow that was that a day? crazy adventure yeah yeah it was so like spontaneous we didn't really uh plan on anything and it was so spontaneous and we just discovered that waterfall yeah we went into like the middle of nowhere and there was like this family just there like it felt like we we're in someone's back garden or something <laughs> dude we've got to make that happen again <laughs> dude I'm, I'm doing that i'm doing that in india that's what i do here like every saturday and every sunday every weekend 
I just take out my bicycle and I just go out and explore the countryside. There's so much to explore here. And just every week that like two weeks back, I, I found this, you know, a natural small pond, a quarry pond. And I went and took a, a swim in it. And there's so many like forests and nature, like so much to explore, like so many mountains, so many hills. I go on a hike uh, often and you know, nothing really planned. I don't plan anything. I just go and explore. And I feel that's the best way to travel. That's the most exciting way to travel. Just spontaneous. Don't plan. I couldn't agree more, man. I love the idea of like, it's all so close to you as well. You know, you're exploring your own land. Yeah. Yeah. You don't need a fancy vacation. You don't need to spend a lot you need to, go, to go on a vacation. You can explore the, wherever you are. So much beauty around us. Absolutely. What a lovely way to end, my friend. Thank you so much for joining me on the yeah. podcast. <laughs> yeah, thanks so much for having me, man. It was been great. It's been great connecting. And I swear when the world is operating a little bit more yeah. like normal, yeah. I want to come and see you in India and I want to come and stay. I want to have oh, a mud bath. Man. I want to do some breath work. Yeah. I want to do some yoga and just <laughs> yes. we can have an amazing time. Dude, thank you so much. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks so much, Udit. Now, do you feel inspired to be healthier? Are you already practicing lots of Udit's lifestyle choices to be healthier? Do let me know. Contact me on my socials at Mr. Winterworld. I loved his insight into India's way of following the sun, the air, water, these basic principles for when you should sleep and eat. It makes so much sense to me. And how fascinating is it that if you visit his wellness center, you'll be looked after in the same way if you have a cold or something much more serious. Basically, you need rest. And I think it's important to point out his advice on diet and lifestyle can all be replicated at home or wherever you are. You don't have to fly to India. Although in my head right now, I'm already making those exact plans. Oh my goodness, I can't wait. Thanks for listening and don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and give it a five-star rating wherever you're listening. Join me for my last episode in series one. Episode 10 is with a doctor of science, a real doctor. Now get ready. We're going to be talking space, the universe, and so much more. It's going to be epic. We're going out with a bang. I'll see you soon. This has been a Mr. Winter production. Mr. Mr. Winter. Let's go. Let's go.